emailed him so much. I was being such an asshole. And he wasn't responding. And so I Googled him to see if anyone had reviewed him or, like, if he had any, like, other buildings. And he had died. He was dead. And Whoa. I was just emailing a dead guy for months. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. Which is not my fault because when your landlord dies, another one should come in and let you know. Yeah, but they should was... absolutely let you know. <laughs> no, he just died. And I emailed him for months after that, like, hey, I'm just checking in for the third time this week. And it's like, oh, this dude's been dead for months. Damn. Yeah, oh nobody's getting those emails. That is what? It's crazy that everyone does die. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? Hi, Nico. Hi, Con. Hi. Did you see any boys clubs this week? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Running star right into it. Um, What was I going to do? Okay. I don't know if this is really a boys club necessarily. Well, it probably is. It probably is. I've been, so I've been watching so much. Issa has been calling me a, like, she's been asking me if I'm sponsored by HBO because I've been so obsessed with, like, I watched House of Dragon. I watched, um... White Lotus, and then mm. I just watched a documentary on there called Low Country, which is Ooh. like crazy, and it takes place like forty minutes from my hometown. So I was like, obsessed. "Wait, what is it about?" It's about this guy, this family who's been the prosecutors in this small town in South Carolina for like since nineteen ten. It has passed down. I wanted through it to be true family. crime, but it sounds not true crime. It is. Oh, there's a murder. Well, so then the guy who's like the current patriarch, who's like the prosecutor in the town or whatever, his wife and son are murdered. Oh my god. And then they're kind of like, who would have the motive to do this? And they go back through this history. So many people. Yeah. It also is inherently racist. Oh, for sure. they're like, hey, since 1910, I'm, I'm hearing racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. They're bad people. But um, Also, is it an elected position? Yeah, but they just win every year because yeah. it's like such a small town. And so, and it's also 40 minutes from Savannah and the local, like when they go to the hospital, they go to the Savannah hospital. And when they do like, when they bring in like the news clips. All connected. Yeah, when they bring in the news clips, like from like the local news, it's like my local newscaster. Oh my God. Big Frank. Shout out Big Frank. And uh, so Cecily that was like Tyson. fun to watch. No, Cecily Tynan. She's the newscaster in Philadelphia who's really hot, has an eating disorder, runs a marathon every year. And one time was on a hot mic and called the other newscaster a a moron or something whoa like that. Yeah. one time in savannah i think this made news i don't know what year this was but they were this woman was doing was out on the street for the like shamrock 5k or whatever it was and some guy like and she's like on the camera like and you know talking into the mic and this guy and the runners are going by her and this guy runs by and slaps her on the ass oh, on no. live camera yeah he that, got in trouble it, ugh. yeah that was bad that is not that is not enough but anyway, here at Boys Club, we are against that. Here at Boys Club, we, we are against that. Okay. But anyway, I've watched that. I watched House of Dragon. Uh, I just started watching Girls for the boys at home who are keeping up. I just started watching Thank Girls. Thank you for bringing me into the fold at the end. Yeah. I don't know if this is too early for me to jump in, but that's the best show ever. It's so <laughs> good. Wait, everyone that we respect loves Girls. Include, I love the first two seasons of Girls. It's amazing. I was going to say, the first two seasons, best TV ever. And after this, I'll go out and do, you guys can finish the. <laughs> they lost you at Iowa. They lost you at Iowa. When they they lost Iowa, me at Iowa. Like, yeah. And there was, there was, when that show was airing, there was not a bigger fan than me. They had to do so much to lose me, and they did it. They heard it live. When it started, I lived in Orange County. I was okay. growing up, and it was it was right before I came to New York for college. So the whole time watching the show, I was like, oh, I cannot yeah. wait for my life to be like this. I remember the episode. I mean, one of the best episodes of TV ever when they go to Bushwick. I was like, 
Bush Bush. It's so good. Wait, have you gotten to that one? Wait, I don't do think math. I have. They do meth. You're, I think you're one. I think it's one season oh, one episode six. You are in for a fucking blast. Okay, I can't oh. wait. Shoshana does meth. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I okay. think about it every time I go to the Morganelle. She might be my favorite character. Yeah. Because so she's good. so goofy. And they're all, yeah. It's interesting you say that because I feel like, I, I do like it a lot. I think it's very funny. And of course, they're all unlikable. And that's like kind of the point of the show in a lot of ways. But like, at least in this stage, they just are. But I think it being around their age, I'm just like viscerally like, oh my God, don't do that. Don't do that. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Versus I think if I was watching it younger, I think it would have been a lot more rose colored glasses. Like I can't wait to be an adult that totally. just like lives like this. That's, I feel the exact same way where when I was watching it, I was like, this is, I cannot wait to be like this. I remember reading reviews and they would say, this is a show about unlikable people. And I was like, I'm not getting that at all. These people are the most likable people I've ever seen. Yeah. And I rewatched it recently with, but, uh, I, it was crazy to watch it being older than these characters. It yeah. felt like this is not a fun show anymore. This Wait, did you like Marnie more or less the second time that you watched it? I think I she was the only character that I liked more. I don't know why, but I agree with you, and really? I don't know why. And I don't I, think we're supposed to. But I, I think like. it's because no, I don't think it's. I think it's because she's the only one who's like. Guys, we're being stupid and childish. We yeah. need to just like fucking figure, like in the first yeah. episode, in the pilot, she's like. Just talk to your parents to ask for an extension on this like <laughs> yeah. loan they're giving you. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. and what's her face is like Lena Dunham was like, I can't do that. And yeah, the, the easy comparison would be like Rent. Like when you watch Rent, older people are always like, you are like, why don't you just pay your rent? And they'd be like, that is watching Girls years later. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And Jessa is so funny at the beginning, but then she goes to rehab, which is incredible. And as an alcoholic who's sober, I'm like, yes, but it's also like this is such a bummer. Core. There's nothing funny about her trip to rehab, and it yeah. could have been. But it's like just sad. It's only sad. Well, when you told me that they moved, to, she moves to Iowa and has a child. I was like, why does it? I mean, I guess it follows Separate them. Se- she moves to Iowa, comes back, has a child. Okay. Yeah. I guess I wasn't expecting. Based on the beginning of the show, I'm only on like the fifth episode of the first season, but it it felt like it was going to exist in this world in the same way that Broad City like exists in this like one period of their life, and then it ends when they like move yeah. on. Versus, mm-hmm. I didn't realize this was going to like follow them through some growing up. Yeah. Yeah. They change a lot. Yeah. But always kind of suck. But it is, yeah. I just remember it being really funny. Like, I really latched on. I, I latched on very hard to, like, Jessa saying things like, the funny thing about work is that you have to go every day even when you don't want to. Like, I remember <laughs> saying that and being like, yeah. what a vibe. Yeah. I, I forget if it's the first season or the second season, but it's that actor, that Irish actor. Um, do you remember him? He was, like, really big in, like, the mid-2010s. Not he plays Andrew Thomas Reynolds. John in the show in Girls. Uh, um, he he like freaks out at them at one point, and I watching it this last time through. I we were watching it, and we we're like, that is one of the most stunning performances we've ever seen. Is he's so wait, good. and it's not Andrew Reynolds because he's not. Irish. No, it's not Andrew Reynolds. It's what is his name? He might not even be. Irish. Did you read Andrew Reynolds' book? No, I didn't. But I was such an Andrew Reynolds fan in high school. I read like a good chunk of his book. Which How one is, is he? He's the gay one, not the gay one. He's is gay. He's a person experiencing gayness, and he's the way <laughs> you just saw him in the episode before this. No, that yeah. guy's gay though. Gay, and I just heard him on a podcast. I forget the RuPaul's actor, podcast. the real life Andrew. He's gay. Incredibly, yes. yes, Book of Mormon, gay. He also, oh, that's but what he has he's a book really about gay. moving from he's Nebraska. He's also a voice. And I read this in North Carolina about moving from Nebraska and like making it big in New York. Mm. How is it? I think that when you're in North Carolina, any book about moving to New York is incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that spoke to your experience at the time. Yes. I was like, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. But, and he he voices uh, one of the characters in Big Mouth, too. Oh, cool. He's like oh, the gay kid yeah. in, in Big Mouth, yeah. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. 
But anyway, so I've joined the boys club of watching girls. Consuming. And oh, also yeah. talking so much about HBO's content recently. <laughs> this is not sponsored by HBO. And we wish it was. Um, that You have to tell Damien. I will tell Damien. I know I meant to text him. Um, okay. What about you? Okay, boys my boys week? club. Okay, my boys club. I've never been so excited for one. So I hope that people like it. My boys club is hot hands. I want the boys at home to know that Connor looked at his own hands when he said this. <laughs> <laughs> and I want the boys at home to know that I walked into six stores on Bedford Avenue looking for a very specific ring that Harry Styles wears and don't wear, darling, and could not find it. So I want a chunky gold ring with a black band that costs twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> we'll be I, on the lookout. Well, this is related to what you just said with HBO. We are not sponsored by HBO at all, but on HBO Max, it's Don't Worry Darling. And yeah. I watched it, and everyone hated it, and everyone, I think, was wrong, because I loved every second of that movie. I feel like people said it was fun. Is he good in it? No, but he didn't have to be. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's her. She's carrying she the show. She's a movie, and her hands. Like, her hands are literally... I don't know why. They just, like... Her and Olivia Wilde's hands felt very present to me in the movie. Like, they always just had these, like, perfect manicures mm-hmm. that, like, just caught the eye and, like, perfect rings. And then it made me think about, I'm a Pilates instructor, mm-hmm. and but I did that in Chicago and then moved here and do it in New York. And, like, my first culture shock was, like, n- the difference in girls' hands in New York compared to the Midwest, where in the Midwest people just have, like, human hands, whereas here <laughs> girls have, like, the perfect manicure, all of the rings, all of the bracelets, like, while they're exercising, and it's, like, mm. fascinating. Wow. So my boys club is hot hands, and I'm trying to grow out my hot hand by adding a ring. I think it's crazy that people exercise, especially with Pilates, you have to grab so many things. Why do they have their rings on? Because... I guess maybe, I don't know. They're to be seen. To be seen. By you. To be seen. And I'm... I want them to know that I'm seeing. I know that. <laughs> you should tell them over the mic, girls, I'm seeing these hands and they are looking I good. sometimes will comment on their manic. I'll be like, I love, I love your color. I love what you're doing. I've never said I love your ring. So one time, sometimes if someone has like a really nice engagement ring, I'll be like, good for you. Wow. They're, the rest of them are thinking about that. I know, I know. Wait, this one girl, Candace. Candace. Oh, shout out Candace if you're listening. Shout we love Candace, you. We love her. But she got engaged <laughs> and I announced it to everyone. And then I was worried that I diminished her to just like an engaged woman. Like no. She's also a, a girl boss. She is a girl boss. She's also a girl boss. No, I'm sure she was excited to... But do you... Actually, I was thinking, do you ever think you accidentally sow some resentment between these women based on the way that you like hype them up in different... You know what I mean? Because I've I taken your class that. one time and you were like talking to all of us individually, which I was impressed that you remembered everybody's name. Yeah. But do you think sometimes people are not getting as much love as they want and okay. then they feel competition but like i do think that that sometimes happens i mean like tina is doing an incredible job on her toes i try to call out people who are like modifying and be like you're doing an incredible job modifying so they like feel good but do you think it makes them feel worse that you're calling out that they're modifying i literally i'm sorry i'm not trying to i'm trying to grill you on your job i'm just curious (laughs) one time i felt like i was mean not one time this happened probably i've hurt people probably a couple times um but Remember, Into the Woods, children will listen. But, like, you say things, you don't realize that it affects them. But at one time, I did say, I'm sorry if that was demoralizing to you. Or I was like, do you feel... Over the mic? And she was like, no, it's fine. (laughs) It's all over the mic. I... Wow. I I do feel sometimes, like, I'm, like, nervous that I make the kids upset. But they have the shortest memory. It's a balance between pushing them to be their best selves in Mm -hmm. this Pilates class or on the soccer field. Yeah. And just being like, it is at the end of the day a workout class or a child sport. Yeah. It's like... The stakes couldn't be lower. It's literally fine. They could not be lower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one though. I had one time somebody told me that um, my hands look like they've been like worked on a farm. I would have thought that was an insult five years ago and now I think that's nice. (laughs) No, I think it was... I I took it as a compliment at the time. Yeah. You have like... Like Like they're like rugged. When I get calluses, I used to be like, oh, I love that I have soft hands. And now I'm like, no... 
I'm here to deadlift. <laughs> My hands are not soft. I got gritty hands. Nice. And also carotinemia hands. A little orange. What do you get that from again? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Um, should we bring our guest in? I think that we should. Boys, our guest today is an incredible stand-up comedian and writer. You might uh, know him from writing on the other two, Beavis and Butthead, The Patriot Act. Uh, please give a warm welcome to Moss Pericone. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I came in early, but with the girls, I had to jump Oh, in. no, please, please. Uh, we're, we're happy to hear that. Have you ever been told you have hot hands? Honestly, I, I, I don't want to say yeah, but yeah, I have. Um, Hell yeah, I was just looking yeah, at them. They're, they're, ni- they're like nice-sized hands. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I have big hands. Um, I, I was always very self-conscious of them because I thought they looked like creature hands, which I don't yeah. even know what that means. But no, people, I have I have gotten compliments on my hands, which it, I I mean, it, it definitely was. It's nice when you have someone where you're like, I hate this about myself. And then someone's like, that's oh, kind of good. And you're yeah. Like, oh, maybe it's fine. Yeah. Uh, also, hands are so hard to hide. If you have bad hands, it's I know. To, you, you gotta. Can't... You gotta you show can them to people. dress them up a little bit, but that's about it. <laughs> do you have? <laughs> do you wear rings ever? I never do. No. Yeah, I don't. Did you get a high school class ring? I didn't. Wouldn't it be psychotic if someone in their twenties, <laughs> twenty eight years old, came back with a high school class ring and was walking around New York City with it? Like I this found... is because that's gonna be me in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I found in my. Uh, I was like cleaning out some stuff in my closet the other day, and I found I have a like a an athletics class ring from college like all the all of the black sports teams got them yeah it says like it has like wake forest on it and like mm-hmm. i don't even know but it's like i was like when would i wear this yeah you know what i mean it's just like chunky and it looks like a yeah yeah, yeah. class rings they look like beowulf rings like yeah big, yeah like, king goblet rings. they're it's not crazy. they're not good looking no <laughs> yeah and we had a school stone and it was blue and i got a special stone <laughs> that was a different shade of blue to be just I, you yes I thought Aww. the one they picked out looked tacky. I was like, no. You got a different one. You act, you opted to get a different yes. one. Oh, I thought you meant like they gave you a different one. I was like, oh, God. No, my God. <laughs> they're like the gay people can't have I know. They're ring. like the gays get a rainbow one. Walking out there in Bushwick with our ring. No. Okay. It's not happening. I know because men's rings, I feel like that's like coming a lot more into fashion yeah. these yes, days. We'll look at the one that Harry Styles wears. In this right. Place. And I, I want to find like nice rings, but yeah. I, I have, I like don't even know where to go. I feel like it's so hit or miss with jewelry because like. Ex- nice jewelry is like, very expensive. Yeah, and then, a chunky gold ring with a I black like that band. One. That's oh what I wow, want. yeah. But this... then cheap jewelry can like look so bad. Wait, do you think this looks bad? Don't lie, I won't be upset. No, I like this it. This is twenty dollars on Bedford Ave. It like, looks great. Yeah. No, that looks really good. Bedford Ave. Bedford Ave. Bedford Ave. Whereabouts? Wherever. Um, ID Menswear. Between here? No, but I did. Wait, actually, they have weird stuff. I went there right before this to ask for rings. They just had like, like it would be like a ring with like a skull on it. I was like, that is really a lot. I know they kind of. It's like in the AI was like boy ring, and that's what they yeah. came up with. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like so. It's, it's always like, this that. is New York. We can wear nice rings here. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like I see a lot of guys who like wear rings and look like shit. They just look awful. They look like it's like it's like it's the kind of guy who moved to the city within the last year for like a finance job, mm-hmm. and they have yeah. these big like pirate rings, and it's so bad. Yeah. I was just at the. I was, at a, I was at the Always concert last week, and there was a dude in front of me who was so fucking annoying, and he just had a whole hand of rings. And he, do you remember when Keith Richards was in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. yes. Like, he looked like that. He looked awful. Oh God. wait, was it where was the concert? Gramercy. It was at King's Theater in Gramercy. In uh, in Brooklyn, in like oh, around so like, is that like Flatbush? Yeah, it's like below yeah. Prospect Park. That's oh. supposed to be like a gorgeous theater. It's so beautiful. Is it yeah. old? It's really old. I love it's, old theaters. Sna- it's so I think beautiful. Snail Mail played there last year. Yeah, um, and I wanted to. I, I, I think Jesse went and she sent pictures, and it was like it looked oh. like a gorgeous theater. It's really yeah. stunning. Yeah, oh. concerts are where you run into the worst people you've ever met. 
it's so bad. And it you're makes like, me not want to go anymore. Both like this music. <laughs> Like, when you go see somebody that you love and that, like, speaks to you so much and you're next to the most annoying person in the world, you're like, I feel bad about myself now because you're yeah. awful. There are a few things that in that way, your experience is so dictated by the human beings that have decided to show up around you. Yes. That's rare. Yeah. It, that's such a good point. It does happen in comedy. Like, it can. It like, can. Like, if someone's decided that this is, like, a talk back. Oh, and, my like, God. Other people haven't. Like, that happens. Whereas if you're seeing, like, Phantom of the Opera, everyone is just, like, quiet. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so true. It's... And these people, there's always someone. Who are these people at the concerts who they yell between every song? There's always somebody like that. Yeah. Who's doing that? It's fucking crazy. I it like the urge to like respond verbally is just yeah. not really, and unless I'm like cheering or something, it's not anything I've ever felt yeah. in any sort of. To say words venue. at the band no. is crazy. No. Yeah. And it's I, always unfun when they try to be funny. It's always unfunny. Oh, and it's of always course. obnoxious. Oh my god, I hate it so to much. To be perceived when you don't have to be. It's like, you don't, what are you, you doing? Just, yeah, like, why are you calling attention this. to yourself? Yeah. Like yeah. And I'm like, is everybody in your party not upset with you? I would be mortified. I know. Imagine dating someone and like finding out 11 months <laughs> in that they're one of those people. Every first date should be a concert so you can weed those fucking people out. Wait, like, there are so many things, though. We talked about this. About, about, po- about, like, doing first date yes. stuff <laughs> that would weed people out like that. Wait, what did we... I don't remember. Was it religious? Well, we did one with about board games. That yes. was, like, if you play a board game with somebody, like, at a board oh. game bar, then you can, like, get a sense for, like, their level of, like, competitiveness or, like, how That's seriously a, yeah. they take things like that. Because... You want them to take it seriously enough that they're not like a dick. Like it'd be rude to be like, <laughs> right. I don't care about Monopoly. And it's like, well, care a little. Like, yeah, we're, like, we're here. Like, try. Yes, yeah. but if they're like cutthroat and crazy, then you're like, there's yeah. like a middle ground yeah. that is, um, and an ideal partner. Yeah, totally. To care about Monopoly. That's such a good one. Yeah, that really, because it would be so hard to find that out like seven months in that they're like a Monopoly freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's so yeah. difficult. Yeah. Wait, I think that about. Okay, this I I don't think this is a gay thing, but it absolutely might be a gay thing. We'll find like out. going to like <laughs> even like fire eye like seeing someone's vibe like in terms of like the circuit scene like if someone like was really into that and wants to stay out till four in the morning like that's the kind of thing like you need to know early yeah whereas when oh, you're just like talking to someone it's like that's hard to gauge yeah yeah, yeah I guess you're saying I think that's actually maybe the example that we used was it was like you don't need to emotionally move forward quickly with people but like experiences it might be good to like within the first couple of months like. Yeah, like go on a trip away or something like that. Like a quick yeah. one. Just to be yeah. like, what do you travel like? Are yes. you like, yeah, am I going to be like, in two years and we have money to travel, are you going to be like a nightmare? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kind of drunk that a person is. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. That's important. Like, yeah. I feel like you can find that out quickly though. I feel like a lot yeah. of people who date experience that with alcohol pretty quickly. I know. Oftentimes, here to me, a red flag is if someone says they're trying to drink less. Oh, and you yeah. just met them. That's just like I do that a lot. I'm <laughs> waving that flag. Must lead into it. Be part of the boys' club. But I'm always just like, what were you like before? And are you going to go back to that? Like, what, what's, what are we not seeing right now? I feel like people say that to you a lot too. If you lead with you being sober, people do love to say that. Yeah. As if my sobriety is an attack. I like I'm too self-absorbed to care about anyone else's drinking habits. <laughs> and also, like I was crazy. Like most people aren't crazy drunks. But like, yeah, people I think do. When you say, like, oh, I'm sober, oh, I'm, like, anything, people are like, well, I'm either trying to stop drinking yeah. too, or here's why it's not a problem for me. And it's like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I really don't care at all. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like you, I, I've never known you to give a shit about what anybody else is doing at well, parties I'm, and stuff. <laughs> far too self. I, I'm too anxious. I'm just like, what am I doing? How am I being perceived right now? Wait, one of my, so speaking of girls again, one of the lines that just cracked me up was, um, 
uh, Shoshana was talking to some boy that she met from camp, and he was like, oh, "We heard you were, or we there was a rumor that you like tried to kill yourself because you like by like sucking on it." And she goes, "I'm not depressive. I'm anxious." Yeah, <laughs> God, I know exactly what episode you're talking about. It's yeah. such a good one. Who's that actor? Uh, Skyler Aston or whatever. I don't know his name, but he was in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like the <sighs> such a funny. He's like the romantic lead across from What's Her Face in Pitch Perfect. Wait, we were just watching it. <laughs> wait you brought um, up your house can we talk about your house now wait what's that can we talk about your house now yeah oh my god please. i think that you are low-key an interior designer because you do i don't have ever style. notice people's thank homes you. ever and like but when you post a picture of your house it's like oh my god like, thank you i am currently locked out of my apartment i left without the key tonight and i've never this is my first time like living alone so when you get locked out you really get locked out so when this comes out if i'm still locked out Please break in. And <laughs> How are you going to get into your house tonight? I emailed my... I'm not going to get in tonight, for sure. Where are you going to stay? I'm going to stay... My sister lives in my old apartment down the street. So I'm oh, going to go nice. stay at her place. Um, Siblings in the city are... That's it's nice. so nice. Yeah. Wait, that's uh, cool that she took your place over. Oh, it's so, I mean, I love that. I was in that apartment for like five years. I loved it. It's a beautiful apartment with yeah. like... Just like stunning wood. Really it. beautiful. Really, yeah. Oh, did you you came over, right? I was there like ages ago when you guys did Puke Fest last summer. Oh, did you come over after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I came with Sam. crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had so many people in there. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun. So she's in that apartment now with her boyfriend. I, I will say breaking up yesterday was super inconvenient timing for getting locked up tonight. I was just um, thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, as soon as I got locked up, I was like, fuck, I, we could have we stuck it out another day. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, one more day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to go stay there. Um, and I emailed my landlord like, hey, this is the situation. But... Here's the problem is the building, the apartment itself is great, but the building is so old and dilapidated. Like all the paint is peeling. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to have people over. It's so fucking gross. But the apartment itself is so nice. And so I've been a bitch to the landlord. I've emailed a bunch like, hey, we got to fix this up. Like, it's really not that hard to paint. Yeah. And now I'm coming to them like, hey, I'm locked out. I need help. And I, I really <laughs> wish I had been nicer to them. Um, but we'll see. I'm sure I'll get back in there. It's yeah. hard to have the foresight of like, will I need this person? I know. I should have though. As yes. my landlord, I should have known that I would rely on them for something. This yeah. is really bad. Is my my original landlord? I I moved into the place and there was so much that needed repairs. And I emailed him a bunch and I was like, "Hey, we got to get this stuff repaired. Like, this is not. I can't live in a place where the bathroom door doesn't close all the way. Like, we have to repair yeah. this." Emailed him so much. I was being such an asshole, and he wasn't responding. And so I googled him to see if anyone had reviewed him or like if he had any like other buildings and he had died he was dead and Whoa. i was just emailing a dead guy for months <laughs> oh my god oh, no. which is not my fault because when your landlord dies another one should come in and let you know yeah but they should was... absolutely let you know <laughs> no he just died and i emailed him for months after that like hey i'm just checking in for the third time this week and it's like oh this dude's been dead for months damn yeah oh nobody's getting those emails that is what it's crazy that everyone does die including people that are only in your life for <laughs> a service like for like a yeah. transactional relationship like that that's insane yeah i can't think emails. of a single person that's died like that i know i think you, i i didn't yeah you're right you don't think of your landlords as being mortal but they are and they yeah. can't die and they won't tell you what? I it's, it's crazy that they didn't tell you i know i i had a deal with this man he yeah. when i signed the lease he was the oldest person i've ever seen in my life <laughs> was like, i should have really used dude that's how like our landlord too is like really she's like an older polish woman and her name's Teresa. this is how like old school she is so she doesn't let us on the roof because the roof is um not finished and we're not supposed to go up there and so she always like every time she's she sees sam a lot more than she sees me and she's always like don't go on the roof and he's like we know um but she in order to like keep us off there she put powder down all over the roof so that if anybody goes up there 
not only will she know because of the footprints, she'll be able to trace it back oh. to your apartment because she'll know where they lead. That's so funny. Yeah, very oh like old school, like Polish mafia vibes. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! So she's, what is going on up there? I don't know. We don't have a superintendent, so anytime we need something fixed, we email her and she sends some guy who's like not really affiliated with the building, but yeah. like does I don't know. But my that, last apartment, I needed it was so advanced that I needed my phone to get in, which feels classist. Wow. Wow, that's and, crazy. And also bad because my phone would die. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it like, shit. It was a rough time. Yeah. Don't don't live no on the upper east side. No keys. That's crazy. It was only it was a door code path. <laughs> and then when the electricity went out, then we couldn't get in. Yeah, that's oh short. My God. Yeah. Are you serious? That's very yeah. short sighted of that. Four twenty two East eighty first street is a bad place. Yeah, so if you've got a phone, go move <laughs> don't there. Don't live go, there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, so our first do we do our first question yet? No, we, we did not. Our first question. What what is a boys club that you are a part of? No, that you're not a part of. Oh my god! And you can do as many as you want. We'll edit if you that I'm not a part of. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I like don't play video games, which I feel like is a big one, and I hate them. Wait. I hate video games. Wow. And okay. I don't respect. I, I don't want to be mean, but I don't respect people who play them. Wait, I think it's a red flag. <laughs> I think if someone loves video games, not as it's, a person yeah. or a friendship, I think that is a red flag. Totally. It, it, well. To me, it's something that this person loves that I will never pretend to care about. <laughs> and like, like I'll try a little bit, like, like, uh, but like, yeah. I really won't care. And I feel like that bothers people. Yeah. That care a lot about it. I'm it, talking about Mario Party in particular. Oh my God. There's a, the people play that. People yes. play it. Did people you, really did you play them at all growing up? I, okay. Here's the thing is I did play them growing up and I love them. Um, and I really loved them as a kid, but I just felt like it was such a waste of time that I had to stop. I remember I associate it. Do you know when you can just remember like the first decision you ever made? I like I have yeah. such a clear memory of being like eleven years old and being like, no more, never again. I'm not gonna waste my life doing this. And I just never played again. Yeah. And I really associate that with the moment I like became a thinking person. Um, Wait, that's beautiful. Like it's this thing that people do to forget that they're dying to give meaning to their lives. Yeah. I say that about Soul Cycle too. Not Soul Cycle. <laughs> I mean, I think you could say it for a number of things, but it <laughs> totally. is it is pretty crazy how much time people put into video games. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. crazy, and you get it gives you nothing. You get not, but besides the entertainment of it. Right. But. Right. My my cousin is like a Twitch streamer. Oh. He's been you've like never said this before. You've <laughs> never said this. Before. Oh my god. Did that's you want to know it? Crazy. News. Well, because I feel like it would never be relevant to you. Anyone, any type of TikTok, Twitch fame is fascinating. To okay, me. so my cousin's a Twitch streamer. I don't think he's like super into it. Well, meaning he's super into it. I don't is think it he's monetized? super monetized. Yeah. Wow. So last time I checked on on it with him was a year ago at Thanksgiving. So I will report back after Thursday and let you know if the business is expanding. But he put, I think, to be like really good at it, he was telling me you have to spend like. 17 hours a day on it oh my oh god. god like imagine spending 17 hours a day and playing video like your brain must just be fried it's crazy and i understand like any there's so many ways to spend your time where you are killing time and you're having entertainment but you're also getting something out of it where it's like you play sports you're exercising yeah I, if you're reading you know that's great but video games is the one thing i can think of where you're getting it is just making you worse as a person I hate to be mean. I love a lot of people who play video games, but like, I just think it's such a bad habit. But I think get a therapist. Get it together. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Read a fucking. I again, read a book. I think <laughs> everyone should be reading more. I yeah. don't think. I mean, to take the time that people spend playing video games. If you read, you would read so many books. Wait, what video games did you play? I played. I loved strategy games growing up. I used to love Age of Empires and Empire Earth. Um, I love Jack and Dexter. I asked a question. Um, I knew I wasn't going to have anything to add. To <laughs> right. I was about to ask him, like, did you have games? I played one. It was James Bond. 
Well, oh, Animal Crossing, obviously, but then also James obviously. Bond, which was we weren't allowed to have guns in the house, like ever, like obviously, and they but also were you guys banging down the doors to get guns in the Janda house? Three gay sons <laughs> we're all banging gay. down we're all the gay. doors to get no, guns. That's probably <laughs> why we're all gay. There were no guns around. The only like gunish thing we were allowed to have was the James Bond game. Oh but wow! My, I would always be the girl character, like the hot girl, and I think that that I feel like you would have been a Princess off. Peach, and like in like Smash Brothers, her name was Christmas Jones. <laughs> was in the, in that yeah mm. yeah I I played like as a kid I had a GameCube and I played like Madden and I Game had Cube. like Luigi's Mansion isn't that the ghost one I forget yes yeah <laughs> you, yes, you said and. it you said it so assertively but your face like was like <laughs> anyway um I played like those games and then there was like a Scooby Doo game that we had but that mm. was really and then I like stopped. I don't know, middle school, high school. Yeah, yeah. We had the Wii and Rock Band, like oh. those kind of games, like Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, those you had to do that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was more was social though, because yeah. that's not really a video game. That's like yeah. a game on the TV. Totally. Wait, I used to yeah. get really bad anxiety playing Guitar Hero because <laughs> it would just be flying at you. And <laughs> it make... does just come. Yeah, it's like very stressful. Yeah. Like God. no. Not fun. That was such a phenomenon. I remember being shocked at the technology of Guitar Hero. Remember how crazy yeah. it was to like do something in real life and it's like a video game? That oh, was yeah. I remember the Wii was like, oh my god, this is like this is insane. Yes, yeah. like Wii Tennis. Yeah. How many TVs were ruined from Wii Tennis? Oh I don't That's know. why they put that freaking strap on <laughs> it. Yes. Well yeah. especially with the um like Guitar Hero, because it was the first time that like there it was like not plugged in. Like you could do like the remote. Yeah. And that was like one of the first and I guess they had like remotes that were remote. But I remember the switch from like the wired remotes to the remote ones like bluetooth or something yeah and it was like this is crazy how does it know so exciting yeah i was bad at guitar hero so bad did you have karaoke revolution no we would say it would know if you were on pitch or not which is insane (laughs) and it would like give you a score Mm -hmm. and it but it would be like really sad songs but we're just like 10 year old like gay boys singing everywhere to me and i close my and it's like okay this is a really a bummer this is like a sad song (laughs) ashley simpson pieces of me was one of them the rock band that we had had like the drums yeah the guitar and then there was a microphone too and you could like try to sing but i don't know how it was it was like somebody putting it so close and doing, you know, like licking the microphone. Good. The whole family is sick now. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> disgusting. I'm sure. Oh, that's icky. I can kind of smell the microphone. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Do you guys ever notice that sometimes when you're doing stand up, you like the microphone smells and you're like, God, yeah. why? No, but now that's the only thing I'm gonna notice. I know. Sometimes I'm like, as I someone go, who really does wipe the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, put, I have a bad habit of putting it on my chin. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not gonna be good. Yeah. I think it's very chill when you do that, in a good way. Like, it's kind of like... I don't know when I started doing that, and I hold it weird, too. Oh, do you? I don't know. Like, I kind of hold it, like, down like this sometimes. We hold it opposite. But sometimes <laughs> I... I don't think I'm consciously doing it. I just, like... It's just however I... You hold yeah. it Maybe very, like... Whatever. But, like... But that's not your vibe. Like, the way you hold it is very masculine. Mm. And the way that I hold it is, like... It's right here. With like sometimes <laughs> it's tight. Also, like sometimes there's like one finger and it's just like up against my mouth. Yeah. I can see you someday having like a pop star mic. Oh my god! That's what I teach him. Because <laughs> that's what you teach him. I think yeah. it actually would be really fun. That's giving mega church. Yeah. Speaking of, did you watch God Forbid on Hulu? No, I didn't. Wait. Well, we watched it. I thought everyone loved it, and then later I learned everyone thought it was bad. But Is that I what we watched? It. Yeah. Wasn't that God Forbid? Uh, is that the one? Was that what it was called? It was about. Okay, it started off about the church, and then yeah. it ended about Trump, and it was like, huh. it went, we went on a journey. Oh, yes. It was about the this guy who, like, runs Liberty University. Okay. And he's, like, a big, like, 
evangelical like his Falwell. Falwell. Church. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then wait, they... is this the thing with his wife and the pool boy? Yes. yes. Oh, I remember yes. when this happened. Yeah, this yes. is crazy. So we watched the documentary about it recently, and it like. To be fair, I was a little high when we were watching this, so I don't know if my brain also let it derail, but it just, like, by the end, it was just, like, when did this become about, like... And that's how like Trump a... won the election. Right, and yeah. I was like, I think you guys are leaping and bounding to get to that. Like, yeah, there were some bad... Sure, it was part of it, but it, this is not the sole reason that that man was elected. Do you remember in college where you decided your thesis before you read anything? Exactly. And then you were like, <laughs> and then you were like piecing it together afterwards. I'm going to go make this thesis work. Here's my three pieces of evidence. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. No, that's ex- that's exactly how it felt. Yeah. I was. It was. It also like didn't need to be that long. Yeah. It could have been thirty minutes probably. I will say they advertise that thing. Do you guys follow Dumois? Wait, sometimes. Sometimes. I, it's so long. I get it through through you and through Jesse. Yeah. I love it. I will say, I don't know if, I, and again, I'm just totally talking. I might be wrong. I don't know if people are paying for the advertisements, but sometimes like some pop culture thing, like some movie will just get posted about so much. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them where for weeks it was like, whoever runs that account was just posting nonstop about how much they love God forbid and like having people write in about God forbid I don't think that's organic. And like, yeah, that's not, it wasn't that much in the culture for that. No. to be like She does like 400 slides and it's like streamlined. Like, it's, and about the fucking book. Yeah. It's, it's becoming an advertising page and people just want the gossip. The boy's club is tomorrow. Relax. <laughs> and it's funny that you'll be like, here's something about a real housewife. And then it'll be like, also Brad Pitt. And it's like, those are two ends of this. Spectrum. Oh, my, they have to stop it with the real housewives. Cause it's, I can watch real housewives if I want to see them being a mess like yeah. that's yes. the fucking show yeah. i tried to bark dorinda into a comedy show <laughs> flex she did not look at me she didn't get and it. i respect that i was yeah. like Wait, I what show that. did you try to bark her into west side comedy club okay. which makes sense that she was like on the way like she was like near seraphina okay video games i i also i loved the um i had a psp at one point oh Do you remember yeah. those absolutely i just Can remember hide. how like it would like make noise when you and i was like this thing is like barely held together it felt like yeah Wait, it was kind that, of a shitty like piece a game of equipment cube? no no not a game is that like a game boy it was like a game boy but from yeah. playstation and then they had uh, these weird big thick discs yeah yeah that you'd put in it and it would like spin and make a lot of noise but the reason i liked it was because playstation also like the like the nintendo games at the time at least had like just nintendo stuff but then like this playstation you could also like watch movies on it and stuff mm-hmm. like you could buy the movie so i liked it for that reason yeah. okay game boy I had an episode of Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> that was just the episode. Yeah. And then I went, How many times you watched that? 4,000 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just again, then again. Because I think then it was like groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. You could just travel and like consume oh my God, media yeah. Absolutely. at the same time. That's yeah. crazy. I miss that era. I think it was when we were growing up when like it, devices used to come in new shapes all the time. There yes. was always like a new shape of device and like a new disc, like the PSP cartridges. I've never seen anything that shape before. It was yeah. like a weird, yes. like it was shaped like the letter D. There's no new shapes to devices anymore. It's so sad. They were always yeah. innovating, and now they yeah. Aren't. They gotta they gotta fuck around with the shapes more. It's yeah, I agree. That was like, like a fun and like yeah, like yeah. flip phones were always changing around. And yeah. That was like part. Of, that was like the only appeal because it was like. This one slides too. We Remember like, the one that it slide, it slid up and to the side. Yes, I had one of those. Was that huge. an envy? Do you remember the envy? I think so. And yeah. it was two colors, orange and green. Yes. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, give us a silver. Like, Saint give Patrick's us a like, neutral. Yeah. yeah. I could type so fast on those fucking little keyboards oh too. Oh my god. Yeah. I was. Um, I think at one point. A my, literal keyboard. Yeah. I think at yeah. one point my family's like 
whatever plan was that I could I, my first phone was like a flip phone and I think I got like a hundred texts a month or something like that on the phone. oh my you know? god yeah that's a, that what sounds a nice and like what what I was because then it could be like don't text me and I was wasting them <laughs> on stuff like hi sup so many highs <laughs> so many subs yeah oh not much just chilling HBU HBU wait did you have a minivan. With a TV in it, a movie, a DVD player. Yes. Oh, yeah. That this was act- a whole status thing. This connects to video games because we had one that had like <laughs> a, uh, the three little, whatever those fucking AV, you know what I'm talking about? The green, yeah. I mean the yellow, the red, the white, yes. whatever. So we had that so we could plug the GameCube into the TV totally. on the minivan. And when I was growing up, I played club soccer in South Carolina. So it was like two and a half hours from my house. Every weekend. During the week, Tuesday, Thursday. Your parent drove you two and a half hours. So it was my family, and then there was like at one point, at one point in the rotation, there were three or four other families, and they would rotate who took us to practice. But yes, my parents did sacrifice a lot to take me to that. Shout out, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was me, and then especially my dad's like really good friends from work's kids, the Rip Myers. We would go up, and we would like if it was like a Thursday, and there was no school Friday for some reason, it was like we're bringing the GameCube tonight, and we're playing it the whole because we would like. Leave right after school, and usually, you know, you do your homework on the way up, you'd sleep on the way back, but there would be, like, yeah. certain times where we're like, there's no homework, we don't have to go to bed, we're playing the video games the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Wait, how long were you at the soccer thing? Like, practice? Yeah. I don't know, like, five to nine? They run kids into the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, I would go I would go up there, and I'd be like, well, we're up here, we had to drive two and a half hours to get here, so I'll just, I would, like, if my practice started at seven, I would just, like, practice with other teams until my practice started. Yeah. I would just, like, go find a boys team and, like, jump in. I feel like it was the iPhone that fucked it up where people got so obsessed with designing things that are like slick and smooth and like, yeah. and now every, like Teslas are, I, they're the ugliest thing to me. Like it's yeah. so, it's so unobtrusive. Like I, I miss design that was like clunky and fun and like, I mean, so many things from the 2000s were like fucking garish and like wild. Yeah. Like, it feels like things used to come out that would revolutionize lives. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, no, we have the iPhone. Yeah. And we have a laptop. And they don't change. They just, they get, they sometimes faster. they get smaller and That's thinner it. and they yeah. get faster. But I, we need a new shape. We really need I something agree. to, yeah. We need to like, because, yeah, like the touchscreen is like the newest revolutionary thing that I feel like we have. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I think they're trying to with those Samsungs that like, Fold. Oh yeah, I don't like that though. No, that's not. I don't think the screen should fold. It shouldn't be the the emphasis should not be on it being sleek and unobtrusive. It should be. I feel like AirPods were fun. That was a fun new one. Like the yeah. case was like, because everyone was like, how are they gonna do this without wires? And they figured out an insane way to do it, and now everyone has it. Like that's fun. Yes, and now you see wires, you're like, okay, interesting. Yeah, what a choice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. More things like that. Yeah, I wonder. I'm sure Apple's cooking up something right now. They better come out with something that's like I want something that's a sphere or a cone or like a cylinder. I think that would be really fun. Ooh, a cylinder. That could how be crazy cool. would a cylinder be? I wonder what you even. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it would be, but Siri, that's not what's much a up. cylinder? <laughs> it's a it's a can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Siri, what's a cylinder? Wait. Yeah. What ideas do we have? This has never been an idea podcast. Mm. Mm, I'm so bad at stuff like that. I don't think my mind works in that way. No, it doesn't. Me neither. Like, how to revolutionize our lives, I really don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think I could come up with it. If I had, like, if I really had to come up with a new idea for, like, an invention, I don't know that I could do it. I have friends in college who were in the uh, entrepreneur minorship, which, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) They were all communications majors with an entrepreneur minor, and I was like, okay, well, you guys can't talk shit about my English major anymore. Wait, were you an English major? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, I, did you we study? Went, where were you? I was uh, I was in the playwriting program, oh, uh, the writing program at Tisch, um, oh. and it was 
awful. It was terrible. Total waste of time. I wish I studied like English or like literature. Yeah. Um, that I would kill to go back and do that. Yeah. Wait, no one's happy because I studied English and I think that was a waste of time. Really? I think that it would have been good to learn how to edit media or use yeah. a camera or like. I'm I'm happy with my major. I'm not unhappy with it. I'm just like Connor would have killed you. Just I took one digital media convergence class. And there was a girl that sat next to me named Lo, and I just remember her saying she just wanted to like be a stay-at-home mom. And I was like, that's crazy. And now I'm like, no, I get it. And yeah. <laughs> also, she's also killing it. She works in PR in New York. She's doing great. But oh, wow. She's for sure Republican, maybe. But I, that was the class where I was like, I can't do like technology. I got to go. But I don't think you're going to have to. No, I won't. I, I won't. I probably won't. Yeah. I edit this, and this is, this is, I, this is what we need to know. Yeah. Band, yeah. It, it does itself. I'm, I'm happy I studied English, though, because I really... I don't know. I really enjoyed reading and talking and like critically thinking about yeah literature and historical movements and the authors yes. and the way that you the various critical lenses you can. I don't know. I just found that like totally yeah. queer theory. Remember queer theory? Did you do queer? Theory? I loved queer theory. I missed that. I know. I wasn't. It wasn't until I was a senior that I came out and I'm like, wow. I wish like in hindsight. Well, I'm like, I wonder what my experience would have been like had I come out earlier. And, like, I think that would have been, like, all I wanted to, like, the only... Because it was... Once I was out, I was like, I just want to read things with queer theory. Yeah. Yeah. I think my senior son... Did you read On the Road with Jack Kerouac? No, I never did. Did you read On the Road with Jack mm-hmm. Kerouac? Everyone's going to get a copy of On the Road with Jack Kerouac. <laughs> I think my senior son was applying queer theory to On the Road and comparing Jack Kerouac to the Bible through, like, a queer lens. Oh, cool. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. what college should be. Yeah. Anyone like... who studies something practical in college, I think... Is, is the dumbest thing in the world. It's so stupid. And like, I don't know. I feel like it should, there should be more emphasis on college being a place where you're doing something that you'll never get to do again in your life. Any job, I mean, I don't know, maybe engineering or math is different, but any job is, most jobs you learn on the job. There's nothing that prepares you for it. I feel yeah. like people ask me all the time, like, oh, I, I wish I studied like TV writing in college. And it's like, that's not gonna, that would be the biggest waste of your whole fucking life. Like you... You don't, there's, there's no, I don't think I've ever worked with a TV writer who studied TV writing in college. It's such a bullshit degree. Yeah. I feel oh. like it is the, t- I mean, it's much easier, I think, to pick up the like nuts and bolts of how to write a script yeah. than it is to like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I, one, one thing I'm happy about is that I feel like I've gotten more to do with like what content would go into it because of like studying totally. something else yeah. and being yeah. interested in other things rather than like the, the how. You know, I've, I did so much with, like, the what. You yeah. Know, if that makes sense. I would like to retract my statement earlier, and I love English. And I <laughs> <laughs> what I think is weird is that I was very... I, I double majored in political science, and I thought that was going to be incredibly important. I was like, I, I like, worked really hard. Well, you did work on a campaign for a little while, so it was for Oh, that. wow. I got to tell you, they would have let anyone on that campaign. <laughs> and they That's did. kind of the vibe I get from campaigns, is that if, if you build it, they will come. Yes. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> to the point where I'm like, you got to be careful who we're letting in the doors here, because, like, if you let a... Looney Tune, like it's gonna be like a high risk situation. Yeah, it's crazy though. It really shakes your faith in the whole idea of government to see the people who are, who are doing that. That yeah. no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, everyone is lost at the, at the from the top down. Totally. No well, that's the other thing about it. jobs. When you go, when you are in a workplace for the first time, you're like, oh, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, yeah. everyone's faking so, it. It doesn't matter what I studied in college because yeah. we're all on the same page that nobody knows what they're doing. Yes. What was your favorite thing that you read in the program? Um. Well, I don't know if I have a favorite book necessarily, but I to my two of my favorite classes, I took a class called uh, well, I took one of the class that was like all the life's work of Jane Austen. Oh wow! Because um, she wrote six novels and I then some short stories. Yeah, and that was with the teacher I was telling you about who had the long gray hair. Oh my god! Um, who was like the head of the department, and that was a really cool class because it was cool to like 
one, obviously, Jane Austen is one of the most famous authors of all time. And also, like, it was cool to read somebody's entire body of work. Yeah. Because I feel like you learn a lot about What was your favorite one? Um, I really liked Persuasion, which was her last novel. It's really funny. They actually just... You know, they just did a Netflix movie of it. And Edward, Mary Beth's boyfriend's in it. Oh. Um, Yeah, it's on Netflix. But it's, like, it's so funny. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing that I loved about the, the class was that, like, Jane Austen gets so, like... Pinterestified, you know, and like Etsyified by like yeah. I don't know white feminism in a lot of ways, yeah. and then it's like, oh no, she was actually so fucking. She'd be like Phoebe Waller Bridge if she was around today. Like she's yeah. so funny. So anyway, sorry for that rant about that. But, no, no, no. But that was probably one of my favorite classes. And then I took one called Postcolonial Decadence with this really cool professor of mine who I like still keep up with on Instagram a bit, and he, um, it was just like all about basically like sexual deviance and like like basically colonial. Like narratives from non-settlers in like colonial oh, areas, so it was like a lot of like uh, stuff from like India and then also like, but also some like influences in in England and like you know all that stuff. So it was yeah. really interesting. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's like the best. Like those kinds of things to to be around people like that who are so studied in such a specific thing is is I mean to listen to a person like that talk for like two hours every week is is the best thing in the world. Yeah. I, like, would yeah. kill to go back. I feel like I didn't appreciate it being 18. Yes, I say that all the time where I'm like, I wish I could be back in college like right now because I think I would get so much more out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually I would actually like pay attention and be eager to learn things. Totally. To take like an art did you see Mona Lisa smile? No. Oh, it's just a movie about art history. To take like and they're just like for the love of art. Just like to take an art oh. history class, it like literally doesn't matter. You're just like learning for like the joy of like yeah to see something new there's Wait, so much to learn i just i just found on youtube this this art history professor at some school in the south or maybe in arizona or somewhere he posted all of his lectures and they're like they're so in-depth they're each like two hours long and he goes through the whole thing and like it was i've been been watching them pretty closely and like it's so nice to hear like professor jokes again, like the kind of jokes that right. professors tell where you're like, oh, when you're in college, you're like, it's crazy that he's saying this. It's kind of like risque. <laughs> yeah. It's just great. It's, I highly recommend it. I do not remember what his name is, but um, he's great. If you uh, can yeah. find him. Yeah. That. Well, that's the thing about, especially about like humanities when it's like, like art literature and stuff, like obviously so much of it is about sex and love and lust and stuff. So then like when you're in college and they're talking about that, you're like, well, this is so crazy. It's like, yeah, yeah that's what most books are about. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be sex in most books. Yeah. Like that class I was telling you about the post-colonial decadence, the first two books we read were, um, some, I forget. Basically they were written by this, uh, Saad and Massoc, who are the namesake for sadism and masochism. And that was like the, like basically the framework for which we read the rest of the books because like they oh. were like these like baseline, like in like sexuality, which was like, Wait, I was like, Greek? Oh, that's hmm? Greek. Did you say, uh, I think they are both French. At least Saad is French. I don't know about Massoc. He might be like German or something, but they basically we like, I was like, Oh, that's crazy that I'm learning about like where like sadism and masochism came from in yeah. a college class. Mm. So cool. So I, I liked my English major. I, I, I don't regret. I loved it too. <laughs> I loved it. And I minored in American studies by accident. There's enough <laughs> classes that have to do with America. That's so. That's, that's a yeah. funny thing about minors in college is like you will stumble into one. Totally. That's so funny that you can yes. do that. Wait, what was your favorite thing that you took in, whether a playwriting class or a not playwriting class? I, I think the best thing that I took um, was this class on, and this is, this is just what I love about college. It was this class on Giordani Bruno, who is this like, um, this esoteric like Italian philosopher from I think the 1500s he was uh, 
he was sentenced to death because he was a heretic. Um, but he was one of those guys who I feel like pop up a lot in that time where it's like they were kind of playwrights and they were kind mm. of philosophers and they were also like had their own religious stuff and like they were sort of like proto-scientists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just had a lot of different like outputs and was a really interesting thinker. And to have a situation where you just study this one guy all semester and like go really in-depth was mm. incredible. It was yeah. so fun and I, I miss that so much. Um, that but was it's really unique because so much of classes are like, we're going to look at... Um, all of England for a thousand years. Yeah. That's so much. We couldn't possibly cover that. That's exactly similar to why I like the Jane Austen class because it was like, yeah, "Yeah, we really dove into something for once and not just be like, here's the entire American canon in a semester. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like when people read too, they should do that more. I've been trying to do that more of like doing people's stuff in order, like the whole body of work Mm because you really, when you do that, you realize how shallow everything else kind of feels like picking or choosing one thing at a time, like to go in order and like see where they started and see where they end up. It's like, Oh, that you really get such a richer view of it. It's such a good way to read. I, I wish more people did that. Yeah. yeah. So nice. I feel like as a writer, too, like seeing what somebody can evolve into, or if you meet them later, seeing where they came from, it's yeah. like so helpful to see, like, oh, like you can ebb and flow and change and totally. grow and keep your voice, but also like let it flourish. Yeah. To see the shape of a career like that is so important. It's so yeah. good. It's, yeah. I want to bring up Taylor Swift so bad. <laughs> <laughs> This feels like Taylor Swift. I mean, she's got a lot of work. Oh, you can't discredit her for that. Someone asked me what Taylor Swift album I was. And I was like, that's a, an incredible question. What, what did you answer? I said, speak, speak now. now with hints of reputation. Because watch your back. You, you do have hints of reputation. I don't know I don't know much about Taylor Swift, but I would agree with that. Thank you. That's really nice. From the little I know about it. That's nice. Her reputation is kind of like, are, are you a Taylor Swift fan? I, I like, I kind of know the shape of her, of her career but not yeah. not so much i tried to listen to the new one and i just can't her her saying fuck is is so cringy i had to stop listening what song did she say then any hero there there are a couple there was enough where like i just had to turn the album it, off. it does feel like sacrilege for some reason yeah okay i was not a taylor swift fan for a long time yeah for sure before i saw the documentary and then i was like okay you're right i'll be i love her and but i feel like a lot of her music I never like the first time I hear it, and then one day it hits you in the yeah. right speaker at the right time, and you're like, I am the antihero. You're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the song Labyrinth, I'm like, what a beautiful song about rebirth. Labyrinth is so beautiful. Maybe that for a breakup, that'd be a nice song. I'll give it a it. shot, yeah. Labyrinth. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll give yeah. this album a listen. Also, the, I know some people liked it, but the sexy baby line is, is so, so crazy. Pretty. It's so bad. I just don't know what it means. I just don't know what's happening. Somebody no. told me it was a 30 Rock reference. Whatever it is. It's, it's just, it's, you can't put it in, like, music, yeah. if she was trying to be funny with that, it didn't land because it just took, it takes me out of it every time I yeah. hear it. Yeah. And when, her voice is so clear on the album and it's so over the music. Like, it, it's just, it's, everything she says, you just hear it the first go and everything is so exposed. It's, she reminds me of Bono a little bit. Where, like, mm. When she's good, she's really good. But when she's bad, it's it's almost unlistenable. Wait, mm. I listened to the first time I liked it was when I listened to it as I cleaned my apartment and the sun was soft and it was oh, four thirty on like a Sunday and I had my little shark vacuum that I financed from Amazon and I listened <laughs> to this and I was like, "You're oh, telling I get a short it. story right now." <laughs> I, but it was like, it was, I literally my dad emailed me today and was like, "Hey, they're charging you nineteen ninety. I assume this is for you." And I was like, "Yeah, every month you're gonna get these every month." <laughs> but like, I there was something about like that moment where I was like, "Oh, this is this is." A good, this is it. Oh, Except for Vigilante it. shit, that's a terrible song and it makes no sense on the album. It mm. really took me out. It caught me off guard. Yeah, I don't know. When you hear Vigilante shit hit next, 
just get out. Gotcha. Don't do okay. it. Yeah. Similarly, I don't know. Like, I'm not like a huge. I don't know a lot about her other than what I I did watch the documentary and I a lot of her songs. She's got some hits. She's definitely oh, yeah. got some hits. Speak now is like. It's weird because it's from 2010. Yeah. It came out when I was 16 and I never liked it until I was... Oh, okay. I went to a Soul Cycle class. It was Speak Now versus Fearless. So two of her albums. Fearless is so good. good. That yes. That is stunning. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there was something about that class, like hearing that music and... Oh my God. I remember when Sparks... You're going to love this. When Sparks Fly comes over. So it was like a sad song and then Sparks Fly comes on and the instructor literally says, in her instructor voice says, this is a song about hope. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And then now I love it. I'm like, they're giving incredible performances on the front of that bike. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's amazing. Wow. She okay. gets it done. Oh, Our... I really like Lover a lot. When that album came out, I really like that. She's so many freaking albums. She has she, so many. I mean, what is she pumping out? Like one every two years? I think there's 10 albums out. This was her 10th. It her was 10th usually studio. one every two, but there's a theory. You know, I love Reddit. There's a theory about, I love MSNBC and Reddit, and that's why I'm unhappy. But there <laughs> is a theory that there was like supposed to be. Because it was every two years, and then she waited three years in the midst of like drama with Kim Kardashian. So there's a Kim theory Kardashian? that there's an unreleased album. Yeah, with oh, Kanye wow. and Kim. About how... Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. like a whole thing. I don't, really don't know the details of it, actually. Yeah. And but, then Folklore and Evermore, didn't they come out like within like months of each yes, other? Yes, yeah. like back to back. Yeah. I'm not an Evermore guy. I don't like I don't like the folk thing that she did. I hate when she duetted with Matt from The National. I thought that was awful. I thought it was confusing when she brought... Lana Del Rey back from the dead. I was like, yeah, what? wait, isn't Lana Del Rey on this new? She's on this new. She's album, on this new right? too. Yeah, yeah. okay. Snow on the was... beach. Yeah, it oh. is a good song. But I, I was like, Lana Del Rey. I was like, she's she's an interesting choice. I feel like she's evolved with her career really nicely. Yeah, she's someone that I'll even though I don't, I'm like so hit or miss with her stuff. She's one of the people where I'll check in every time, just be like, okay, what what are you doing this time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gets your attention. She broke amazing. Ticketmaster. Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. Speaking of Miley, though, they also in SoulCycle played the zombie remix. People were really into playing zombie. You know the song about the bombing in Ireland where kids die? <laughs> yeah. But the first time I heard it, I was like, this is such a the freaking banger. A yes, yeah. it's a cover of that. Oh, and it's weird because it's like, it, in that space, it's just a weird place to be mm-hmm. like, now we're gonna, now for a song about dead kids. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird vibe. Wait, do you know the song Drive by Miley Cyrus 2013? No. In incredible i didn't like it until recently so it took me nine years sometimes that's how long it takes the guitar in it or synth or whatever it is is just like mind-blowing she has a really like singular voice yeah yeah, yeah. i always yeah. I, I like her i think she's great she i even like no cover of jolene it's yes incredible. yeah because yeah. she has got that twang that yeah. little yeah she does I've been like Noah Cyrus and yeah. I wanted to go to her concert, but I knew that it was going to be 16 year old girls and that would have been really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that sucks about certain artists. You're like, I just get, like, going back to when you could be around the most annoying people, you could also be around children. And that's yeah, also, yeah. also bad. Yeah, that happened also. to me. I went to a concert. It was all 13 year olds. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. Wait, what concert was it? It was this band, The Crooks, who were like this, it's this British band. They never got that big. And I guess at some point they did with all children. Was <laughs> Wait, was it like Brooklyn Steel? No, it was actually. It was weirdly at the top of the the standard at the High Line. It was at like Levain or whatever. That oh, interesting. It okay. was a very strange. This was years ago, but I was maybe like twenty, 
And I couldn't believe that it was all 12 and 13 year olds because I, I used to love this band. Yeah. The Noah's Harris concert was 16 and up or something. Oh, and I was like, oh. this is going to be bad. Yeah. I saw Phoebe Bridges this summer at the band Shaw in Prospect Park. And it was like, it was a pretty decent mix, but like we were next to some children. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I can't emotionally connect to this music with a, a full 16 year old yeah. just chatting next to me. Yeah. She passed out too. I don't know what was up with she her. She literally, oh, she like fell. It was the weirdest thing. It was like within the span of one song, three people needed medical attention oh my God. don't lock out your knees but There's in a way be where one i was like okay don't you know how like post World, there was a lot of like people posting things like look at this artist stopping the concert and they like care about their fans yeah. i feel like there is some like i don't know i feel like it after the third one i was like are we trying to just prove that she's gonna stop the concert you know what i mean like it's like we know she's good and yeah. she didn't stop the concert like, she did all oh, three she times did? And, but like she clearly seemed to know because it, it was literally three times within the span of one song Oh no! And then don't, never. Don't and then not, a, kids. not again for the rest of the concert. Is she British? Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah. No. Irish. No. Her American. Husband, her, her fiance is. Are they her, engaged? I don't know. That was a rumor. I think he's fascinating. He's so good. Did he's great. I haven't yet. I was just talking to somebody about it. I need to get. You were saying it, was it good. made me miss my dad, who's mm. alive. I know. That's. I'm afraid. I feel like dad stuff really gets me, and it's I feel dad, like that. Yeah, dad. I've been putting off seeing it, but I have to see it. Yeah, it was dad stuff is beautiful. Yeah. Especially when you have a really good dad, it's, yeah. it's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's so nice. You have yeah. a really good dad. I've got a great dad. Yeah, he'll that's, listen to this. That's a sure. boys club all three of us. Room. We have Wait, nice, we have nice dads. We've all got good dads. You, yeah. Your dad is really nice. I met him oh, at yeah, your house. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Oh my god. Very briefly, but he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's he's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny. We were on the phone as I was walking up the stairwell here. I hung up and came in here. Do you call him a lot? Yeah, we talk. Uh, we probably talk every day. I call um, my dad every day. Yeah, you. I mean, you got it. On his, the same drive home from his job, where oh. I get mad when the, it goes out under the same bridges that he goes, <laughs> the same road every day, and I yeah. get mad every time. And it's That's like, so if you sweet. know it's going to go out, maybe don't call him at this time. My dad's funny. So I, I call my dad a lot, too. And my dad's a, he's a surgeon, and so sometimes he'll answer the phone and be like, hey, what's going on? I'm, a, I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm in the operating room. What's going on? I'm like, it's not that urgent. You don't have to answer. <laughs> Wait, we're the opposite because holy, he won't answer and he'll text me and be like, I'm in class, what's up? And I'll be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> My dad's a high school teacher. Oh, what does he teach? Um, he teaches 10th grade English at an all-boys Catholic school, which That's I think is so incredible. Cool. What are they reading in that class? Men. Only men. I'm trying to think what. Uh, I don't know. At one point he did a baseball elective, which I feel like was a passion project for him. <laughs> where they would watch The Sandlot and read The Natural and like okay. do baseball Baseball shit. literature? Yeah, you know, that's elective. Yeah, you know, after doing what, yeah. so many years of tenth grade, because it's got to be probably the same. Yeah, yeah. Gatsby, I was thinking Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. Catcher in the Rye was that Catcher year. The um, what's that book called? Nathaniel Hawthorne, Scarlet Letter. Scarlet Letter. Yeah. I never read that one, but I feel like I would have loved it. You've seen Easy A. Yeah, so you get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> so so many times. I just remember it being like his style is very like pastoral, and like he does really descriptive passages about the flowers and at the time i was like we we cannot keep doing this we gotta (laughs) move on yeah 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 Yeah. um okay next question our next question for you is what is a boys club that you are a part of oh uh oh you know this is actually i i feel like we'll relate on this i recently signed up for i don't like the oldest person ever i recently signed up for reddit um, and I've been loving it. I think it's the best thing in the world. Wait, what threads do you read? I am on, this is so embarrassing. I'm on R, is that, that's, R, you say R slash, do you have to say that? I honestly don't know. I just Google things on Reddit and then read what people are saying. Yeah. I mean that, have you, do you post at all? No. I'll be posting I think I, Wait, really? <laughs> I'm going fucking crazy. Can they find you? I, can you? I don't know. Is that how Is it your works? name your name? It's just my name. Yeah. 
Do you oh. become friends on Reddit or is it like? I don't think so. Okay. I, I have think an it's account, like but I've a never... social platform in that. Like yeah. it is. It's like community, but it's not like. Yeah. It's like you're in community with whoever's in this thread. If you go yeah. to my page, can you see all my posts? I feel like yes. Oh my god. Do you have a profile like, like that? Yeah, but I like a home page. Yeah, but it just knows like the things that you're interested in. But but like, and then it will send you like emails that it thinks you want to read. I don't keep it up to date. Okay, I don't know. I'm I'm writing long screeds about what <laughs> crime <laughs> about yeah. Wait, oh, true. way different person on Reddit. No, I'm I um I'm on I'm on the Thomas Pynchon one because I'm a huge Thomas Pynchon fan, mm. and so like and that is just a great community. Of, it's crazy when you find a bunch of people who like the same thing as much as you do, and it's like, oh, we're really getting into it. Maddie Wiener talked about following really specific Reddit threads about yeah. her rabbit. They follow one about the rabbit, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Do you know Maddie yeah. Wiener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah super so funny. funny. Super, super yeah. funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were talking to them about it. and yeah, Does they... Maddie live in New York? Yeah, Maddie's in uh, Crown Heights or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I've yeah. seen them a bunch around this summer so fucking funny yeah so funny but they Hilarious. same thing they were like I, they got really into reddit because it was like for like they have a rabbit and they were like trying to ask i mean that's where you go when you have specific questions yeah they were on one that was all about people who were reassembling keyboards oh, to sound I those videos for like asmr like i don't know if asmr is the right word but like that the not kinky but like the most niche thing in the entire yeah. world well that's yeah. what's so beautiful about it it feels like every other social media site is just People talking really shallowly about just nothing. And this is yeah. the opposite where it's like people going so in-depth on such minute, ridiculous things. It's so wonderful. It's yeah. so nice yeah. to hear people write about things that they like love so much and know yes. so much about. It's beautiful. And no one's talking about that. No, people have, think of Reddit as like, it's the only not incel social media website. Yeah, It really is so lovely and like thoughtful and like I, I really – I had no idea. It's, I actually don't even know like is Reddit – QAnon-y or is that Facebook? Facebook is QAnon. Well, yeah. I think Reddit had some problems with it for a while because they were like not monitoring their content that well. But I think oh, they've yeah. cracked down on it quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm I, sure it seems like a place where there are dark corners. It though. certainly depends on the threads you follow. It's like anything you can follow, find the bad stuff in it. But yeah. there's also so much. It's also like one of the only platforms that's not based on your profile or presence at all. It's like it's truly just like whatever topic you want to engage on. It's like you know you're not posting so photos beautiful. of yourself or like. It's not about your accomplishments. It's like, yeah, let's talk about fucking... I need to see if they have Canada Dry fans. I'm a huge fan of Canada they, Dry. I'm, I'm sure they do. I what? bet there's an in-depth seltzer thing where people are talking about the oh, various... Oh, yeah. yeah. I gotta get on that. It's crazy when you see... The only sad part is when you go looking for something and there's not a group for it and you're like, oh, I'm really <laughs> this. You're literally a lone wolf. Yeah. That's like when you Google something like song lyrics you kind of know and Google comes out with zero results. It's like, yeah, we have everything on Google. We don't have whatever you just yeah. said. <laughs> no... Um, a... I like love you always have to look up your name in Reddit because that's where people will talk shit about you, <laughs> are you one on, day are you on there one time someone said that they thought that I was cast on Survivor really I don't know if that was Reddit or if that was SurvivorForum.com but someone said this guy Connor Drain in Chicago was cast on Survivor and it was like I actually wasn't cast on Survivor <laughs> okay. but I would be cast like, maybe I listening to the pod though because we talk about it isn't that psychotic yeah this was like a long time ago and I was like wait how did they know do you know who was on Survivor no but I'm so excited Mike White who was oh, yes, oh, yeah. Ed Schneebly's no, yes and then and he wrote White, White Lotus, White Lotus yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wait, what a career for that guy I don't I, on the other two everyone was obsessed with Survivor and so yes. we um, they would I got a lot of it through that and we watched I think the finale together and I was of, sur- I, of season 43 42? I think so I was so confused by what was going on the um, word season 42 is actually just like uh, it, it was crazy. also I thought 
I went over, we went over to the our boss's house to watch it. I thought it was like, okay, we watched Survivor for 30 minutes, and then we hang out and drink. No, that show hours. is 100. It's so fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you watch the finale. It's usually 60. You did watch the finale. <laughs> it was, I couldn't It's a two-hour episode, probably into a reunion. Do they still do the reunion? It felt like it. Yeah, it felt like they did it. It's yeah. like in The Bachelor when they do the last one. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That is the, the... Do you watch The Bachelor? No. That is the most strung out piece. Almost impressively. <laughs> like, guess capitalism. It's like, crazy how much time it goes into it. It is, like, really insane. And it's crazy that I watch. I <laughs> haven't watched recently, but I, I've gone through spells of watching. And it, it's it's interesting. Fascinating. I'm My new thing, my new reality show that I like now is Kardashians. Yeah. Do you, want, do you watch the one on Hulu? No, I don't. Um, it's I'll, fascinating. I think I'm, I read so much about them on Dumois that I, I'm starting to get it. I feel like there's going to be a point where I run out of their content on Dumois and I just have to go to the source and yeah. watch the show. Yeah. I feel like when you see, especially, I'm just like so fascinated by like Kim Kardashian to me is like the Michael Jordan of reality television. Like she's just so good at it in a way where you're like, yeah, like this is like vapid and silly and like obviously like so much of what they do is like so wasteful and everything. But it's like when you watch her compared to the even the other sisters, you're like, she's working at a level that they're just like never going to reach. Oh, wow. It's fascinating. I mean, their difference in net worth is crazy. Well, yeah. Well, she's a, she's a billionaire. <laughs> Kylie's a billionaire, wow. too. And then Kendall, the rest of them, I don't... Kendall's worth $45 million. Yeah, yeah, less than 60. Less than... Wow, is she the least? Yeah. No way. Because modeling be is a hard. passion project. I guess you can't get that rich on... I'm sure you can't get rich on modeling. But it is crazy that, like, one of them's a billionaire and the other is, like... A multi-millionaire, obviously still that's incredibly wealthy, gap. but that's a huge gap. Yeah. I mean, that's way bigger than the gap between me and her. It, like, that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, we're closer to Chloe than we are than she is to her own sister, and that's, that's crazy. crazy. And then I was like, when you watch it through that lens, the way that their interactions are, you can see that dynamic. It's Wait, that's fascinating. fascinating. I have to watch this. Yeah, I like to it's get good. Maddie and I like to take an edible and watch it. It's so fun, oh and then God. just like dissect everything about it like that. It's, it's also interesting to amazing. see people on a show that they produce right that's the other they thing decide too. what you're seeing so when they're in an unfavorable light it's like you produced it you did <laughs> this you <laughs> chose this mm-hmm. like it's fascinating yeah and it's like the it's like a little bit more like in on the joke of itself this time around i i didn't yeah. really watch the original kardashians yeah. but the sense i get it was a little bit more like your classic reality tv they're Cookie. fighting it's crazy whatever but like now there's a little bit more of an acknowledgement of the cameras being there mm-hmm. and like and the overall narrative in a way that's like kind of I don't know it, it is like it more a twenty four take on the old one like the old one was very like here's the A story here's the B story and then at the end they're gonna hug and like every time it was like a it was literally a sitcom and then now it's much more like it's let ever it's like a different journey every time that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to follow any sort of like specific narrative but it's like way more engaging that way that's yeah interesting. it's good it's so, enough. yeah so they're I mean of course still like. Not good people, but it is fascinating to watch. Does Demois make you want to go to Balthazar? Yeah, it does. Everyone, every time, you want to go to all those restaurants. Every time I walk by Balthazar. Is that the James Corden one? Yes. Every time I walk by, I'm like, like <laughs> looking for someone. I like go out of my way to like go down that street because it's just like. Where is Balthazar? Soho, rich mm. people eating on the street. It's across the street from the Equinox. It's on okay. spring, I think. I just had a meeting there on Monday and the whole time I was like, we're in Dubois right now. So <laughs> that, wait, could you eat normal? What was it like? It was great. Um, we were you just, inside or outside? We were inside, but I mean, that's the boys' club you're in, by the way, Balthazar. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had gone there a bunch before. I used to work at an ad agency, and I would pick up pastries from there every morning for the office. Um, 
And they were great. They were really good pastries. And then, like, if I'm ever around there and I want oysters, I'll pop in because they have good oysters. Wait, what ad agency? We can bleep it. Um, this place called... I actually don't even know. It was, like, a company that had a bunch of companies within it. I have no idea what we did. There were a lot of editing booths. I loved it so much. I had the best time. There was an in-house chef that I... I also... Did, I didn't have a real job there. They, like... It was a very interesting thing. Random stupid <laughs> marketing jobs are... They're the best. Fascinating. Yeah. It's like they have so much money. Yes. They have and so they much and money. more personnel than they really need. And yes. you just kinda of sit there all day. Yeah. Yes. It's and awesome. it might end in a layoff. Did you get laid off? No, I um it was very weird. I they hired me for a job, I think to replace someone. They decided they didn't want to replace that person, but they had already hired me, so they were like, We're just gonna give you some tasks to do around the office. <laughs> and then I worked there for like a year and it was great and I loved everyone there and like I left when I got hired at Patriot Act. I mm. um left to go write for TV, which I always wanted to do, and I, I was so sad to leave. I was devastated. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I really love all those people. The disposable income needed to keep around a cool guy is like yeah. wild. It's and I when I left, I we were like, okay, well, I'm I have to leave today. I start this job on Monday, so I better find a replacement. And my friend Rachel came in to replace me, and she trained for a week. And then at the end of the week, they were like. Wait, we forgot. This is not a real job. We don't need you to replace him. And then she wasn't there anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. And then she experienced a layoff. And she, yes, there's always, there's, yeah, the layoff just got passed down. To work in marketing is to just like open yourself up to loss constantly because it's like you will be the first person laid off every single time. Marketing is <laughs> marketing, fake. Oh, yeah. PR. Yeah, you're the first HR, to go. Yeah. You're yeah. the first women and children marketing out first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time. What Reddit threads do you follow? Okay. I don't want to talk about SoulCycle, but I have to because you asked the question. That we'll Do you follow answer. the red? Soul yes, they talk about SoulCycle on it, and it's fascinating because it's these people who are just like shit talking SoulCycle people, and okay, I'm that's like, fun. Yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's just fascinating. It's like a local Demois. Yeah, and it's just like, wait, I know these people, and I do get annoyed every time because they're simply the most vapid, meanest, like the Reddit people, not the ones that work at Soul people, just like writing these horrible things, and you're like, that's fascinating. That there's solid core one. No, someone a few, like, 10 months ago said, how do I change my handlebars? I'm always worried that someone's going to be like, the instructor told me I couldn't modify. His name was Connor, and he sucks. <laughs> like, that's so, Like, we, because the people write reviews, so people do yeah. sometimes, like, write things that are, like, actually, like, not that nice. And yeah. you're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Win some, lose some. But... To get a bad review. And I love that. When there's a fresh crime, you can always go into Reddit, and there's people, like, oh, talking about a it. A fresh crime. I love to Google, is so-and-so nice? And then people talk about it on Reddit. Oh, I just wow. Googled that to... I said, is Olivia Wilde nice today? And the what answers? are they saying on Reddit? I don't think she's nice. Uh, but she has, there's so many articles about her. A woman, I should say. But there's so many, <laughs> so I feel like I need to address <laughs> that like maybe people are like swayed. But like there's so many articles just from that movie about like her sucking. Yeah. Interesting. It sounds like she, but then on Reddit people always be like, I one time sat in a movie theater next to so-and-so and they seemed so nice. And it's like, okay, that's nice. Yeah. That's... You just want to hear that famous people are like nice. Yeah, I, know. I feel like so often you hear that they're not. If they're not, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Let us keep the illusion alive. Yeah, I like to not ask. I think I'd rather not know. <laughs> yeah. For her, the worst thing happened that can possibly happen to you, and that's when someone releases a private oh. interact. Did you watch the video? The the one with the Shia LaBeouf. The one, yes, where she's driving in her car and she says, "I just got off my horse." Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. Is it's this a Reddit crazy. exclusive? <laughs> um, Reddit, Twitter. And it's just like her being like, Shia, Shia, Shia. I just got finished riding my horse. She's sweaty. So she's like, I just got finished riding my horse. 
And I, oh and then God. she calls, calls Florence Pugh Miss Flo. Wait, oh, that one. In this right. like demeaning way. Did she way. send a video of herself doing this? Yes. That's Don't psychotic. send videos or audio messages or texts, actually. <laughs> don't call. Don't <laughs> Only communicate. Because <laughs> I think the worst thing that you, like the worst thing to be in this world is caught being bad. Like bad. Earnestly bad. Earnestly yeah. bad. Like not being but, a dick, just like being earnestly bad. Like I just can't imagine videoing myself and sending it. Yeah. Like I'm talking. That's crazy. It's crazy. And driving. That's what no one's talking about. Talk, yeah. talk, video yourself and talking and driving at the same time. <laughs> That's so funny. Triple threat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, so what other, what Reddit threads are you like actively I, adding to the conversation? I'm like participating a lot on the Thomas Pynchon one. It's funny. I feel like it's like reverting me back to like a, a 2009 social media presence where I'm like so earnest on it. And I'm just mm. like, like I, I participate a lot on, uh, on fragrance. Um, it's, Which ones? Um, just the general fragrance one. There's like a great unisex fragrance um, group, and it's just me posting like, "Hey, I'm just I'm just trying this new one, and I really like it. What do you guys think? Wait, what fragrances do you like? I love. Uh, I'm like relatively new to the world of it, but I, I love it so much. I'll, and this is probably such a basic answer. The, the Reddit people would fucking I don't know if they would roast me because it seems like everyone likes this one. I love Ombre Leather, the Tom Ford one. I think it's yes. unbelievable. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it I smells really nice it. if you pair it with like a fruit. Oh, like rose prick. I think it's called. Yeah, rose prick. Or fucking. Or like I don't know what's year. in fucking fabulous, but it's so weird that it's called that. Did yeah. you smell that one? I have. It's so good. That's really incredible too. I'll just go to Sephora and just smell until I can't smell anymore. And just I, douse yourself. Yeah. Oh and then God. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I need to try that. Oh, where you got it's yeah. Okay. Um, have you smelled Baccarat five forty? No, I haven't. I really want it for Christmas. Oh my god! But it's like, Connor's a big fragrance guy. I love, Wait, I've really? always loved fragrance. Oh for, my god! Yes, for my fourteenth birthday, they gave me Aqua Di Gio, which forty five oh. year old men wear. And I, <laughs> I was fourteen, and just like <laughs> it does smell good. It's very That's unique. So cool. Oh my god! You gotta get on these fragrance ones, and they have great like exchange groups where you can just buy like decants of like if you don't want to go for the full bottle. It's yes. so nice. That I literally was in Diptyque today. Asking like it was like do you sell sell I'll buy a sample yeah like, sell me a sample I'm not gonna spend two hundred dollars on this totally. bottle I don't want it but I'll spend twenty five on a really little little bottle yeah. that even like ratio wise would be bad for my money like yeah I've been doing that online just buying the little samples and trying them out and I fucked up really badly because I got a it ended up not being that bad but have you have you smelled Habit Rouge wait no it's a Guerlain um, it's an old Guerlain it's so good literally old as in like King Louis probably wore it yeah Guerlain is like it's, it's so fun old yeah Whoa. Um, I didn't know that they had fragrances that have been around like I know you're probably being facetious but also Creed like Creed goes back no literally like, wait have you Cre- smelled uh, Aventus wait someone famous person like someone like Michelle Obama it's not Michelle Obama because she wears woman in she wears the white one mm. yes I've been the, dying to smell I haven't smelled it Irish green Irish tweed no. Incredible. I need Carrie to Grant for it. Where can you smell these? Anywhere? So for a lot Sephora's? of the ones that are really like crazy, like creep, yeah. girling probably, you need to go to like Bloomingdale's. Okay. Sephora has. It does have like Tom we Ford. We should do that like around Christmas time. I would. Oh, yeah. So COVID ruined everything for us because COVID, now they put <laughs> the, the, the sweetener away at Starbucks <laughs> and you have to tell them that you want 12 sugars earnestly and <laughs> fragrances are like harder they're like weirder about it in stores yeah but like we're gonna go and we're gonna like you can can you just spray it on the little uh, piece of paper and smell it yes yeah just ask for what you want you it used to be a more of a free-for-all okay we should go i feel like we could do like a macy's blue i would love so when it's all uh, christmasy i was in before that hudson yards thing i needed a shirt because i was wet and i walked Wait. into <laughs> did it rain that day yes <laughs> 
<laughs> the day before. It was okay. super rainy and it was just like wet. I was drenched. And so I go into Macy's, which is literally just a mall, the one on yeah. 34th Street. And I was like, actually, there's a movie about this Macy's. It makes sense that this is like a mall. Yeah. But it's just everything that you could possibly want in one place in this beautiful way. And it's all just Macy's. And like, but the fragrance department, insane. I have to go. You have to go. That's, yeah. Oh, I, it was I, like a candy store for fragrance. I was going to say, I bet that's decked out. De- yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've like gone through everything in Sephora. I've yeah. Smelled it all. It's, I mean, I need to do one of the, yeah. Because then, and also the niche ones, I just got, have you ever smelled anything from, I think it's pronounced Exotic? No. It's this guy, Bruno something. I'll, I have a sample I can, I can just give it to you. It's really good. Um, this dude was an artist and he has like synesthesia and like started making fragrances to go with his paintings. And then I guess the fragrances were like so much better than the paintings. People just loved him. And now he's just a full-time perfumer. And he sells wow. to Sephora. No, I had to just get this through his website. Um, oh, cool. But it's, um, it's so good. This a vetiver one that was like unbelievable. It like, oh, but, and there was like a, I don't really like the gourmand stuff. Like I, the, the mm. really like. But this one was like a chocolatey one. It smells like hot chocolate. I don't know how to wear it, yeah. but it's so, it smells so fucking good. An endless battle to find the fragrance that is you. It's so yeah. fun. My favorite one ever was Justin Timberlake. It wasn't his fragrance. It was Givenchy, Givenchy. I don't know. I'm so sorry <laughs> to the boys. But like, and it was like, looked like an iPod. And it was oh. Justin Timberlake was the face of it. I loved another it. another fun thing about fragrances is they will do fun shapes. They do. Ex- yes. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. Ariana Grande clown looks like a clown. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, the branding and, like, the commercials are always, like, just the sexiest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Nothing to do with the actual product, but you're just like, damn, I'll, I'll try so some. Good. Yeah. That's, I just got a bottle of, uh, it's so stupid because I, I feel like I can't even wear it until summer, but it's one of the Tom Ford, like, fresh ones. It's like Costa Azura. The bottle yes. is so beautiful. Yeah. It's, I just look at it, I, I haven't even put it on, but the bottle, I just look at it every morning and I just stop. <laughs> it's so stunning. My roommate just got the Billie Eilish bottle that, oh, like, wow. looks like a woman. And it's just Oh, like, really? Yes. It's like a sculpture of a woman. Interesting. Oh, it's beautiful. I wonder beautiful. at what point you're that famous, you're like, I gotta have my own fragrance now. <laughs> Billie Eilish, I guess Ariana, Grande. Ariana Grande, Taylor yeah. Swift, the like. Little... And I have, I have Taylor Swift. Oh, how was that? Um, it's great. We have it by our sink. Jesse Ballard gave it. I to didn't me. like that one. It smells really. It's um, so strong. Bath and Body Works, seventh grade girl. It playground. smells like what? Yeah, it smells like what you would wear if you were a tenth grade girl and you wanted perfume and you had enough money to buy the Taylor Swift one from. That's so. Yeah. Awesome. That's like what it smells like. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's not something anybody that's Viva La Juicy do you know Viva La Juicy no I think everyone does know it they just don't know it. they know it but in middle school that's what every girl that's what Lexi oh. Fucci wore mm. and it was like very powerful and it, it was can, smells can bring you back so much too I remember oh, yeah. walking by somebody in the street one time that had this smelled like she had the same perfume on as like one of my exes and it it like caught me so off guard in a way I was like yes. like really brought me back in a crazy way oh my yes. god okay our last question for you is what is a boys club you would like to see in the world Oh, um, you know, I, I feel like it's, this is like fitting, um, for here. I would love to, I would love more people to not use their overhead lights in their apartment. And you guys, you're doing it so nicely here. I think it's, I, when people turn on the lights in their apartment, it makes everyone uglier. It's awful. It bums me out. I went to a party, which, and it's totally fine if you do this. I went to a party over the weekend where all the, all the overheads were on and it was just, it was brutal. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever turned them on in my apartment um, I, and sometimes people will come in and they'll flick them on and like, I feel like, I feel like it burns me. It's awful. I yeah. feel physical pain when it happens. Yeah. I have to bring up my boys club from last week. Which is? 
people that walk into a room and say, why don't we get some light in here? Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. And then they yeah. turn all the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Well, because so it's in this room, vibe. we have these sconces that have these. I was going to say. But yeah. the, the lights are like really bright. I talked to, <laughs> when it, we were thinking about maybe put, replacing them with Christmas bulbs because that oh, could be fun yeah. and see how that does. Wait, that would be so beautiful. I think it would be only fun if we changed up what the bulbs look like all the time and then we could turn it on. But as is, too bright. Do you think that one time there were candles in there? That's how old this building is? Oh, wow. Oh, maybe. My landlord lived in this room, in this apartment. No. <laughs> really? Wait, yes. when? Uh, in the 70s or something. That's insane. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, before In AIDS. this unit. She told us. I have so us. many questions. Yeah. That's so interesting. Every time I meet someone that was in New York. Oh my God. Sorry. Is it, no, do you have to answer it? No, I don't. I forgot this was an undue <laughs> mental disturb. Oh. But also, I feel like in this boys club, in addition to light, I feel like, like we talked about this earlier, your apartment's just like so gorgeously put together. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, you have such an eye, have you always had an eye for interior design? No, I feel like honestly, I I feel like I didn't, I had like an urge towards it, but it never came out. Like I, I feel like I just like beautiful things growing up and I, I didn't really associate any of them with each other. And then I... I, I have to credit my girlfriend in college and after college, she's a designer and she really like just being around her a lot. I was like, Oh, I do. I see the kind of association between all these things. I just like things that like are beautiful and like look nice. Yeah. Um, and are colorful. And yeah, that really like kind of, it was a very good, sometimes you're just with somebody and you're like, you learn, I mean, obviously you learn so much about yourself. And I feel like that was a big thing that I learned. She got me this one lamp for my birthday once that like changed my life. And it like, I feel like every every piece of furniture, every like thing I've ever bought is like comes out of that lamp. It really is. It's this beautiful lamp from Byright. Um, it's like a Memphis Milano like nineteen um, seventies Italian lamp. It's it's so beautiful and and that like defined everything I bought. It's like my whole aesthetic now. It really changed my life. Oh, that's awesome. Um, How do you feel about your space? You have your TV. Okay, so I mounted a TV to the wall in my bedroom. Oh. So now my room is like bed. TV, which to me it like feels kind of like insane, but I love it. I think it's been really good for anxiety. My anxiety hack is mount a TV to your wall, because then when you're watching TV, you're really present with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm on my laptop, I would be like SoulCycle Reddit while I'm trying to watch TV, and I like wouldn't settle. It is one of the things I love about this apartment is that it's got these weird little things and like the molding. I don't know. It's just like such a it's such a cool apartment. Yeah, it's like so. I mean, my fucking landlord lived here in the seventies. Like it's Diane such an Keaton. old place. Is it Diane Keaton? Who's in? Who's in? Um, who's the Woody Allen movie that we're not supposed to watch anymore? Mm. Diane Keaton. Yeah, I'm picturing like Diane Keaton smoking cigarettes in here in a turtleneck sweater, <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a couch. Oh, probably many cigarettes were smoked. Saying many oh, yeah. things about Nixon, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just pissed. Yeah. That's fat, like Mary Tyler Moore vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um, all right. Would you like to uh, plug your socials before we wrap up, if you want? Oh, yeah. Um, I am uh, just Moss Pericone on Instagram. Um, and then Moss Pericone 1 on Reddit, because I fucked up signing up, and I created an account under Moss Pericone, and then, like, <laughs> I didn't log back in, so I created another account, and Mo- I can't get into Moss Pericone, so Moss Pericone 1. It is my page, if you can see all my posts. They're so earnest. They're just quotes from Thomas Pynchon books. And like, also, the, I feel like the Thomas Pynchon Reddit gets a lot of questions like, where should I start? And so I'll, I'll respond to that a lot and be like, you should start with this book. I mean, you should go into this one. And then also being like, you should try this fragrance. It's really nice. Uh, it's incredibly earnest. Um, and I love it. Hell so, yeah. yeah. What's, your, what's your rec for the book to start with? For Thomas Pynchon? Yeah. I think you have to start with Crying of Law 49 because it's so, it gives you like, 
kind of what's great about him in minutia it's not overwhelming and then like oh also inherent vice is kind of like that like it's it's you get through it really easy it's really lovable and you get what's great about him and then from there like the other books are so big and so like they take so much focus and they change your brain a little bit when you're reading them but they're it's just so worth it and they're so good i think it's worth like grab sorry i don't mean to go on about this please go gravity's rainbow is is the one that everyone swears by and it's like kind of the big one i think it's great mason and dixon is incredible but it's like it's written in uh 18th century vernacular and he's all already like incredibly hard to read his sentences are very strange and so that on top of it like i think that's when you gotta wait until you're four or five in but it's probably the best one then he has one called against the day which is the longest one that's my favorite i i think after you've done lot 49 you should just go right to against the day i think it's a thousand one hundred and twenty five pages whoa but it's so entertaining and so funny I mean, it's just stunning. It's really stunning. So do, I think do that one second. Um, I think get to it as soon as you can, like, in your life. It's really good. Oh, hell yeah. I'm putting that on my list. Okay. Um, but yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. We'll get out of here on a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.